0: Welcome back to another episode of Chatting with the Churchills. I'm your host, Samuel Churchill. With me as always is my wife and co-host, Nikki Churchill.
1: Today we're going to be talking about sleeping, like having a schedule, food, healthy recipes, and just things in general having to do with...
0: Food and sleep. Yep. So to kick things off, um, you know, food is a big, big part of our lives you know whether you're eating to feel comfort or you're eating, you know, to fuel up after a heavy workout or to fuel up before you're going to work out really hard the next day. Um I think we can all agree that food is amazing. <laughs> this topic was actually recommended and requested by one of our friends. Big shout out to Vanessa if you're listening to this. Uh good idea, good topic idea. So let's dive in. Um Nikki and I both are big breakfast and dinner people. Lunch is, a, you know, it's a it's all right, but you know,
1: usually I don't know. too busy, usually to have lunch.
0: And I don't know. I feel like you can do more with breakfast and dinner. Lunch I, when I think of lunches, I think like sandwiches or salads. And let's be real, who I like sandwiches as much as the next guy, but you know.
1: Rather I feel have like I get, right. Mm-hmm. And I feel
0: like I can get more creative with breakfast and dinner. And as Nikki knows, I love cooking. I'm big in the kitchen. Um, Whenever I can be, and time permits me to be. But anyways, on to the topic of healthy foods. So when I did my first bodybuilding competition in the summer of 2017, right before Nikki and I actually got married, I got really big into uh, eating healthy. So I had to really watch what I was eating. I was trying to bulk up, but I tried to do it in a clean way to where I wasn't just eating a bunch of like in and out or fast food to uh, put on uh, weight with just a bunch of calories. So I tried to go about it healthy. You know, I was eating a lot of eggs. I was eating a lot of um, baked potato, baked sweet potato, a lot of rice, a lot of broccoli, a lot of chicken.
1: How many eggs were you eating?
0: Oh, gosh. Every day I'd have probably around a half dozen to a dozen eggs. I'd have about... So for... I'll just say what I would eat in a typical day I'd wake up and I'd have about a half a cup to a cup of oatmeal sweetened with some honey or uh with Greek yogurt um that was my breakfast then I'd go and lift for about two hours but before I would lift I'd have like a granola bar or something to kind of fuel me because I'd have a class for about two hours so I was always hungry before my workouts So I'd eat a a granola bar, go work out for two hours. Uh, Then I'd go home and I'd have kind of a second breakfast because I had an early a.m. class. I had like a 7 a.m. class. So I was always usually done around like 10, 10.30. So I'd kind of go home, have a late breakfast, kind of early lunch-ish. And for that, I'd have about six eggs with a little bit of cheese, Uh, you know, and I have just basic seasonings, you know, salt and pepper. I I was never into that whole bodybuilding where you don't get flavor with your food. So I made sure to flavor and season my stuff. I'm a big fan of paprika. So I'd, I'd put a lot of paprika in my eggs. Um, so I'd have the six eggs. I'd have about one or two slices of whole uh, whole wheat toast. Um, I usually wouldn't butter them. I'd put peanut butter, like uh, organic uh, peanut butter on them. And that was my second breakfast. Um... And then for lunch, which I would have about another two to three hours later, I'd have one or two whole chicken breasts, uh, about a half of a sweet potato or a whole sweet potato or regular potato, and then about a cup of broccoli or a cup of uh, rice, which I know for some people that are probably listening, they're like, how could you mix a starch with a starch? I know what you're thinking. Yes, it was very filling, but that was the whole point. I was eating about 6,000 calories a day and I put on 20 pounds, so... Um, And then for dinner, you know, I'd have basically the same thing I had for uh, lunch. You know, I'd have another two chicken breasts or so. But it was bland, guys. As much as I tried to season it, I was eating repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. And, you know, I think Nikki can testify to this. Food isn't supposed to be something repetitive unless you enjoy it like that. Like if you enjoy eating the same stuff over and over again, more power to you. But I'm the type of guy, I got to mix it up a little bit. Um, But I'll let Nikki talk a little bit more on that.
1: Yeah, I really like to have some variety uh, with my food for sure. I like trying different recipes and stuff because I would find that I would have one thing that I would really like to make and then I would make it a ton and then I would eat it a ton and then after that I was like, okay, I think I could go literally the rest of my life without eating this again. I think I overdid it. So I like to make sure to mix in different things. When I first moved into our apartment, and I was actually living here alone because Sam was still in our hometown going to school there, I had to learn how to cook breakfast first, and then I had to learn how to cook chicken as the second thing, and then I explored other dishes. But having breakfast for dinner got old pretty quick, but learning how to make eggs and how to do them in different styles where it's like, Oh, like I could have it fried with avocado toast or I could just have it scrambled or I could put it like in with some rice and soy sauce and create some like fried rice. Just using like the same ingredients that om- almost everyone has in their kitchen for all of these different recipes is really what I think is like important to do. And especially healthy eating because it's a stressful time right now during this quarantine. And I know a lot of us just want to go out and get that new like Ben and Jerry's Netflix and chill ice cream flavor. And just sit in on our couch and eat the whole thing. And then repeat that process for every day of the week for the next two months. Or however long we're going to be in quarantine. But it's a lot better to use your resources we like to use pinterest a lot for our recipes there's also a good app called tasty where they give you a step-by-step but they don't have quite as many recipes as pinterest does and pinterest has a variety of recipes where you can also find specific diet restriction type recipes which can be really good And we personally have been, like, exploring a lot more with our recipes during this quarantine. I've been making a few different kinds of overnight oats. I haven't found one that I personally really enjoy, just because it's hard to find the correct balance of sweetness and enough liquid. Sometimes there's too much liquid, sometimes there's too much chia seed, and the texture gets all funny. So that's going to keep being a trial and error with us. But we have made some really good recipes like these chicken enchiladas I made the other day where I put in zucchini, bell pepper, onion, and some other vegetables that I can't quite recall. But um, you saute those and then you just do a tomato sauce instead of an enchilada sauce, which can be healthier. And then you just cook up either chicken or uh, ground turkey meat or ground beef. Actually, now think about it, we did ground turkey. It wasn't chicken, it was ground turkey. And it was actually pretty fantastic. And we just made a big batch of those and froze half of it and that never got old. It was very, very good recipe. And then there's other ones where it's like, you can only make a little bit of it because it's good, but it's not as healthy like this pasta carbonara that I made with this uh, cream sauce. But cream sauce isn't something that you should be eating every day because it can be quite fatty. And also, if you put in um, different flavors, it can get a little like old. So, um, I like to put in basil in addition to garlic, which is good flavors, but it's extremely, like, one palleted, So you just get, like, the same flavor, like, all the time. So that was something that we needed to space out between meals if we were going to eat that, like, within a week. And I think our greatest, well, my greatest issue when it comes to food is I have a huge sweet tooth. Sam doesn't have as much of a sweet tooth because he was just blessed with some genes <laughs> that now, part of
0: that part of that comes from when I was uh bodybuilding. I kinda trained my taste buds to not really crave sugar, I guess, as much, like processed sugar. So if I was ever craving something sweet, I always made sure to have some sort of fruit around. Or I'd have some Greek yogurt with like honey and a little bit of granola or something.
1: And that's a really good substitute for the cookie or the cake
0: yeah, (laughs) and uh pudding yeah or or pudding
1: ice cream all those things they're not the greatest but there are ways where you can have those sometimes and it's always better to make it at home because then you know all the ingredients that are in it so i have made a lavender ice cream that's sweetened by honey and condensed milk where it's literally just Whipping cream, vanilla, and then you use lavender to steep in the whipping cream. And then you just add condensed milk and you whip that up well and then you put it in your ice cream maker. And it creates this fantastic ice cream that's not too sweet and it's not too unhealthy, but it's not something that you should probably be eating every day. And then also, I think it's really important to have fruit. Fresh fruit is way better to have in your like house. Sam and I literally would go to Costco and buy three cases of their blackberries just because they tasted amazing and that was the fruit that would totally satisfy my sweet tooth when I wanted to like make a mug cake or go buy some cookies or eat a donut. I was just able to eat some fruit instead and that was able to help me out a lot. And yogurt can also be really good. I like to freeze my yogurt sometimes because then it's like the equivalent of ice cream or a creamy popsicle. And that just brings me equal satisfaction for my sweet tooth. But I'll pass it on to Sam to finish up our talk on food.
0: Um, If I could recommend just like five foods to keep in your house that just are easy, they are easy to make healthy recipes with, and for most of most of it, you know, they're vegetarian or vegan friendly if you're into that. Um, quinoa, quinoa is great. It's uh, you know really really good for you. It's a good carb and it's also got good protein. Oddly enough, it's one of those uh, grains and uh, uh, that is pretty pretty good for you in uh, almost all areas except fat, that is. Uh, so quinoa is definitely one of them. A lot of easy recipes to make with quinoa. Uh, I would say avocados. Avocados are also a nice, healthy fat, uh, versatile. You know, you can make guac. You can make avocado toast. You can just dice them up, put a little bit of lemon over them. I've even Um,
1: made an avocado ice cream before that turned out pretty well.
0: Um, Third, I would say have instant oats or steel-cut oats that you can do that are just plain. I put them in my smoothies, uh, my protein shakes and stuff. Really good, adds carbs to them, healthy, very good. Good for dogs too, actually, if you're trying to get a little bit more fiber in your diet or your pet's diet. Add a little bit of oats in with their food or you know a, a shake that you're making. It, they blend up really nice and you don't really taste them.
1: And dogs without much teeth can eat them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, for a fourth one, I would recommend, now this one's not going to be vegetarian-friendly or vegan-friendly, uh, chicken breasts. I do, I like skinless, boneless chicken breasts, uh, really easy, you, I mean, there's a lot of one-pan recipes that, you know, you just toss everything into a pan, and chicken is usually one of those dishes that, you know, you can do so much with it, you can make it sweet, you can make it spicy, you can make it juicy, you can, uh... You know, you can kind of crisp it up. It's just, it's a very versatile uh, food, in my opinion. And then the fifth food that I would recommend would be fresh fruit. Have fresh fruit around, guys. Like, for the main reason of what Nikki and I were saying, if you're craving something sweet, my go-to is sliced ripe mango. It is amazing. It's just so tasty. And it's my, it just happens to be my favorite fruit. you know have whatever your favorite fruit is have it have it around um you know bananas are great too you can make banana ice cream so you know that's my suggestions for if you're trying to eat healthy you know at least have those five main things kind of in your in your pantry in your fridge freezer whatever whatever you've got um and you know just have fun with your recipes it doesn't oh you know it doesn't always have to be oh it's got too many carbs or it's got too many I was when I did my bodybuilding stuff I was never counting my macros or micros I just was trying to get a lot of calories in and I was trying to do it in a healthier way but I was not like nitpicky with that kind of stuff um,
1: I am a little bit more nitpicky with counting my uh, macros just coming from a different perspective of being a woman and having a slower metabolism to be honest, and it's important to make sure that sometimes you're not overdoing the carbs. Sometimes you need to make sure you're getting enough protein and honestly getting enough healthy fat because I find that I lack a lot when it comes to healthy fat, but when you just can add an avocado to your breakfast, it makes it not only so it's like you're eating more for less calories than you would think, but also you're getting some healthy things in your body That's really, like, helping it function properly.
0: So now we'll move on to the topic of sleep. Very near and dear to my heart. Nikki knows uh, when we first started dating and when we, you know, early in our marriage and stuff, she found out real quick I am not a morning person. Not – well, I wasn't a morning person, I should say. (laughs) Um the most important thing for sleep is a sleep schedule and sticking to it. Nikki and I lately, you know, we, we might not always get to bed at the same time, but we always try and get to bed to where we can get at least eight hours. Always at at least eight hours. So we, we have a set time that we always get up. It's either 8.30 or 8.45. There are times where I am a little groggy at that time but it usually because i'm so used to getting up at that time i my body is so tuned to it now that i wake up about 5 10 minutes earlier than when the alarm goes off and i'm i'm awake i'm ready to go i'm i feel refreshed sometimes i'm a little groggy but that usually goes away within 5 to 10 minutes um but sleep is so important guys for recovery for mental health for you know emotional Uh, stress relief for you know feelings of comfort just happiness uh nikki can testify to the fact that you know with little sleep being a division one athlete it's tough it is tough to perform at your peak when you're getting only four or five hours of sleep at night
1: yeah my i actually would recall and i have a practice log to justify but I would have my worst practices when I only got four or five or even just six hours of sleep. That was not enough for me to be able to do two, two hour, like, practices a day, possibly, like, if it's a Saturday, like, one very killer two to three hour workout. It would just not work out well just because I didn't have the sleep. Then when I had the sleep, all of a sudden everything was easier I wasn't falling asleep during any of my classes swimming through the water it didn't feel like pudding it felt like I was swimming through air basically and it was just so much better because I like also I felt better because it doesn't feel good to be groggy all day it doesn't feel good that like to have to make sure that you're not taking classes at 5 or at 11 because those are the times where you're most likely to fall asleep during class and that's what i had to be careful of while i was swimming because it was really difficult to get enough sleep but now that classes are remote and we're all like kind of stuck inside this is the best time to have a sleep schedule. And I actually had the pleasure of listening to some student presentations because I'm a current TA at UCSB for one of the health and wellness classes. I got to listen to an insomnia talk, which was interesting. And the first question was, if, like, how many hours of sleep do you usually get? Is it, like, five, six, seven, eight? And apparently it's more generally, like, recommended to do seven eight hours and if you only get like five or less or five or six then you might have insomnia and personally sam and i whenever we can't get to sleep mostly because i had such a tough swimming schedule i would have to be able to lie down and just fall asleep i couldn't do any of that tossing turning stuff because i was barely getting enough sleep as it was we would use melatonin
0: yeah I mean, I've been using melatonin for a couple years now just because I'm the type of person who takes a while to get to sleep. And with the melatonin, I'm able to go out within, like, 20, 30 minutes of, like, closing my eyes, which is nice. Um, But, I mean...
1: There's home remedies that you can use, too. Yeah. Like, lavender tea. Well, not
0: only that. If you're the type of person who's on your phone in bed or you watch TV late before bed... Um, you Those know, studies, no-nos. yeah, studies show to about an hour before you plan on going to sleep to cut your screen time. So sometimes what Nikki and I will do too, we'll go and we'll, we'll read while we're in bed and it puts a, it'll kind of start making us drowsy. And then next thing you know, lights are out. We're, we're out, we're asleep, you know, just a good 20, 30 minutes of reading, um, you know that so you know if that that's one thing i would recommend if you guys are the type of people who like to who not necessarily like to but find yourselves on screens more often later at night and you find yourself having a hard time get to getting to sleep definitely try and uh, limit your screen time as you get closer to bedtime try and cut it down you know you don't have to start with an hour but maybe start 30 minutes and uh meditation is a big one guys it brings your uh can bring your blood pressure back down to normal, can calm your heart rate, cause your, uh, you know, kind of ease your brain activity. This is a continuation of the last episode of Chatting with the Churchills where we're talking about sleep and food. Got a little cut off on the last episode. We're gonna just continue where we left off. So I believe we were talking about meditation and how it helps with sleep. So meditation's very very good. Um, you know, it kind of just relaxes the body, eases your blood pressure, eases your heart rate, it kind of helps you focus on something other than uh, the I things don't know, that were
1: going down on like around your day and stuff. The stressors.
0: Um, you know, it just helps kind of clear your head and kind of put your brain to sleep a little bit. Um Nikki's been doing a lot of meditation. Actually, she does. She has an app that she does. She was she well. She hasn't used it that much anymore, but she used it a lot when she was uh, swimming because she had she would always have a hard time falling asleep at night during the swim seasons. Uh, so I'll let Nikki go ahead and talk a little bit more about that app. I I use it a couple times with her. It's very good, actually. I I would recommend it.
1: So the app's called Aura. That's A U R A. And it was very interesting because it gave you three-minute meditations. You could say what your mood was, and then they would suggest a a meditation for you based on that. And it was really interesting. Usually, I would say I was stressed, um, whether I was stressed or not, because those were the best meditations I personally found that left me feeling really rejuvenated and just ready to go on with my day or go to bed or stuff but there were also ones that were for sleep specifically and those ones were good in really clearing your mind making it so you are fully prepared for sleep you're no longer thinking about all the things you want to get done the next day or all the things you did during the day because i find that my mind tends to race a lot whenever i'm sleeping for sure and uh, i found that sam has unfortunately contracted the same habit that I have where it's just a racing mind at the really wrong time. But meditation can clear your mind and it's really good and it's really helpful. And honestly, I haven't read any studies that say anything really negative about it. It can only improve your mood, improve your sleep and improve just about anything when it comes to health for sure.
0: Yeah, big time, definitely. Um, I think a lot of the time we get so busy, we you know we forget to realize just actually how important sleep is, and how important having a set schedule and trying to stick to that schedule. Once you get into a routine, it really becomes easier. Like I mean, like I mentioned in the previous podcast, um, you know, I was I wasn't enjoying getting up at eight thirty for a while, but then all of a sudden now my body's so used to it i'm up i'm awake i feel good i feel ready to go i i know i've gotten the, the right amount of time now there are times where if nikki and i get to bed a little bit later we will wake up a little bit later because like i said we try and get at least a minimum of eight hours um
1: but that and, happens rarely
0: yeah rarely will we get get to bed past midnight so we're usually able to get eight hours every night by setting a wake up time at 8 30.
1: And though we're not very good at it, it's also important to make sure you have a regular time that you go to bed because that can also help re- like regulate the n- normal like melatonin that your body creates and just make it so it's like, oh, if I make sure I'm going to bed at, let's say, 10.30 or 11 every night, then yes, like I am getting those like tired slightly drowsy feelings it's like okay like i'm my body's starting to like go into the sleep mode and i'm starting to feel like i'm ready to just hit the sack that's when it's best for you to take that as a sign and be like i'm not going to push through this i'm going to just go to bed and if you can make that schedule where you can get to bed at that time and if, if it means you have to lay down in your bed for a little bit and take that melatonin or drink that lavender tea or read that book, then you can take a little bit of that time. But also, don't forget to just make your room nice and dark and cold. Make sure you have whatever you need to help you sleep at night. For me, I like to have a fan on, but that's also because we don't have air conditioning. And uh, for Sam... He just likes it pitch black, as black as possible. So it's important to just make sure that you keep your bedroom, like the sanctuary for sleeping that it should be and keep that schedule as concise as possible. It's okay if you get thrown off every once in a while where it's like you have a random night where you just start partying with your family and game night got too intense so then you got to bed at like one in the morning. That's all right try to wake up at the same time you'd usually wake up and then maybe try to get to bed earlier the next day which i guess would technically be the same day because one in the morning is in the morning
0: (laughs) the last thing i'll say on this guys have a made bed to get into there's just something about having a mate when you make your bed in the morning and get into a made bed at night to go to sleep it's just so much more comfortable i don't know what it is but you know we always try and make our bed to where when we get into it at night it's we're getting into a made bed not a messy bed not one that's been you know obviously slept in <laughs> there's just something different about it that's the last thing i'll mention um thanks for tuning in today sorry that you it cut off on the last one kind of had to do a weird continuation on this one but thanks again uh as always for listening we'll see you guys next time be blessed be safe and Try not to go crazy during this quarantine.